Hello. Hi. Welcome to It Bears Repeating. And it does. Another RuPaul's Drag Race recap show. <laughs> Tiffany, welcome to the new recording room. How you Thank feeling? You. How do you feel about this open space? Um, Wide open spaces. Spaces. I'm okay. I have some wine, so I'm good. <laughs> um, we are here to discuss the finale of All Stars 4, but you guys know what it is. You know what happened. Do we need to do this anymore? <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm JK. I'm JK. I'm JK. No, but seriously, wow. Well, I mean, we're going to get into yeah, it for sure. Sorry about last week. So we just kind of like didn't. <laughs> the stars didn't align. We really tried. So Sunday, there was the recording with Sasha. And I then, tried and, like, to drive here. The weather here. was terrible. The weather was insane. Sasha I, was only here because she was partway here and walked the rest of the way. Like, I couldn't even drive here. And then I was stricken with illness. And like, when I say illness, honey, I had fever that was making me delusional. I didn't know where I was. I couldn't recognize Jennifer Aniston. Hanny, I was called so her sick. Rachel Maddow. I did. I was wow. like, "What is her name?" Wow, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was not well. So Rachel from Friends, I'm gonna give you that one. You know, but the Maddow. Um, I don't know where that came from, but I was sick most of the week. Right? Don't you cannot play fetch with the dog while we are recording. I didn't mean Riot, to. Get down. Get I down, like Riot. Not. This is going to be a whole fucking problem now from here on out. No, it's, no it won't. It is. She I, wants it in your hands. I accidentally <laughs> You're playing threw fetch it. With the I threw it. I was reflex. I'm sorry. Riot push, brought me her fishy. Push the dong. You down. have to get down. We can't do this. Thank you, Riot. Go lay down. Sorry, speaking. Go lay down, okay. Riot, no. Okay. Anyway... If you haven't listened to our episode with Sasha, you should go and do that. We actually talk a little bit about the episode. We do. So we did have technically an episode of Theoretically. Last. It's just buried in. Yeah. At the very tail end. We talked mostly about Sasha. And, it was and honestly, amazing. like the That's week the started point. to drag on so far because I was sick for like such a vast majority of it anyway. Right. It, it was, was like, like we were recording Monday, then Tuesday, then Wednesday. And it's then, just like there's yeah, no so, point. Yeah. It, it, it became just like, Tiffany was like, should we just do like highlights? I was like, that's fine. And then I was like, well, uh, uh, everybody else's recap is out at this point. <laughs> you know what? The other people do the same thing we do. And maybe you can pull something from what they've done. And I don't honestly think we would have had anything interesting to say about last week's episode. No, because, I mean, if it were, if it were like us. that week episode was terrible like it, it was it not wasn't interesting. anything yeah. exciting it was like when morgan got eliminated it was like we did not need that episode we could have done a highlights reel on the episode on the tv it could have been like oh this thing happened and then we eliminated latrice that right. could have been the whole episode if it were something super compelling we probably would have felt the yeah. need to like but as it stands you know we're gonna obviously talk about the finale right. uh i'm trying to keep it Short, sweet, and concise. Yeah. And we'll talk about the parts we need to talk about. And I only have notes for half of the episode. <laughs> so I'm just going to get it out of the way now. I ruined the end of the season for Tom. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> I, you all who listen to us, you know that I have been struggling with this season, right? Right? Like so much so that I just was like, nope, for an episode. Technically two. But the second one wasn't really on me. But I, uh... So I was like, okay, the episode was recording. I took a hip hop dance class. So I was like, which is awesome. I was by not the way. home. We'll talk about the dance class when we get to the learning the choreography later. But 
I took a tits class and I like you took a tits class a t- dance class I did a hip hop class is that, one, is that <laughs> no, hip hop well, yeah, that was one of the <laughs> Is that hip hop? Uh, it was it? taught by a southern white girl, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she was great. I had a lot of fun. Anyway, I was on my way home and I was like Instagramming. And I was like, "Don't worry, I'm like, gonna watch this episode." <laughs> like, like reaffirming that, like, I in fact just still plan on like participating in this. I get home and Tiffany's like, "You're gonna hate the ending." I was like, "Already hate it. Don't even know what's gonna happen." pretty sure I don't like I don't care what's gonna happen Tiffany's like I want to tell you and I was like don't she's like <laughs> she's like Trinity and Monet tie and I was like what the fuck so here's and my... I was like already did not even care to watch the finale I was like now I have no reason to so here was my my reasoning I was imagining your responses because the, the thing that I kept flashing back to was the holiday episode and i felt like this was gonna be worse because there was more time episode. so that's what i'm saying except now the the ending on top of already not being the person that you want if there's not a winner no, no, no. there's the two people think, that just tie I, so no, let no. me finish let me finish i think what i'm saying is i okay. was afraid of your potential anger and i was like you know what if i just rip the band-aid off and i just throw it to you you'll either won't believe me or it'll bring the expectations even lower that by the end of it you might just be like wow that is some shit which is like a much more neutral place to be because I wasn't ready for what your response could be otherwise I was like he's gonna be full of this indignation rage and I don't know that I can handle it which is which is not fair to you because that's me prejudging an emotion that I didn't even let you have no and I didn't get to I controlled I controlled I controlled the situation, which I won't ever do that again. It was a weird night. I was making poor emotional choices all around. I was under the influence. <laughs> I literally texted Tiffany. This is the under the time. influence of of other things. I will say, other bad emotions. Okay. But it was not fair to you, and I wanted to give you a public apology in front of the fairy berries that I was wrong. My heart was in a good place, but I know better than to do stuff like this. Well. I had I have never once like to Tiffany have just been like I was just like what the fuck <laughs> I am mad at you those were like and the then, following texts and then I'm like I'm like narrating it to Josh while I'm doing it and he was like you probably shouldn't and I was like I already sent it he was like <sighs> and you know what the fuck you know what the real shit is I had already avoided like Twitter did one of those push notifications to me and I did like I saw I did I didn't even read it I just like saw that it came up I was like no I was like I don't need to know this yet this is this is like an e E2 Brutus like moment I'm so sorry like I won't I won't ever do that to you again I really like I really like I don't know why honestly okay the tea is Everyone, I got my dad's death certificate. It was weird. His cause of death was on there. It like put me in a weird emotional state. And then the season ends and it's like not really an ending. And I just like went into a spiral. I was like, life is pointless. Nothing matters. Everything you try to do is irrelevant. Like it just got weird. Okay, I I have been like dragging myself out of that hole recently because you know know. I've been there. You know, I I have been like thinking about my... Mortality. Yeah. 
all the time. And like, I have been fine. I have not been thinking about that recently because I've been doing pretty good. I'm like, yeah, that's great. I pulled myself out of it. And then you're like, come back. None of this matters. And I was like, I can't. I cannot come back. I've been trying to shield you from the the thoughts in my head. I swear I have. But I like really didn't want you to be even more mad. Do you know what I mean? Tiffany, for some reason I was like, he's going to be even more mad if he sits through the entire thing and then there's not even like a distinct one person or another. Tiffany, here's the thing. I don't care. I know, but it's don't care. It's so bad. No, but the thing is, okay. I feel like I've, this is worse. No. You know what I mean? Everyone's misconstruing Manila's elimination as being like, yes, it was the deal breaker, but I still didn't really like the season before that happened anyway. So it was just kind of like that was nail in the coffin. Final nail in the coffin was Manila. But like, honestly, I, this season was like, Bleh. it like happened around sure. me. I felt like it happened around me. And like, of course, there are plenty of fairy berries and listeners and watchers of Drag Race who have been very into the season. And I'm very happy for you, but it did not click. Like, whatever clicked for you was not happening for me. And I was like, not feeling it. And then it was just like, it just kept going south and south. And I was like, by the time we got to the finale, I was like, whatever. It's like, whatever. The only thing that would have brought me any kind of emotional response is if Monique Hart would have won. And that didn't happen. Right. Oh. If Naomi was one of the two winners, I was about, I would have flipped a table, <laughs> but that's my own personal feelings about everything. But I just, I just, I just, I don't know. Either way, I was wrong. No matter what, no matter what my justification was and whether I thought I was trying to do a good thing or not, it's not appropriate. So I'm sorry. I won't, I will literally never do that again. I was literally operating under like very strange circumstances. I don't think I'm usually that girl anymore to like impulsively like, do or say something. I'm usually pretty in control. I threw my phone. I hope you know that <laughs> that did happen. I like you. I didn't text you back right away because I threw my phone. <laughs> I did. I was like, what the fuck? And I threw my phone. I was like, I can't believe she did that. It was dirty. I'm sorry. I'm already thinking of ways to make it up to you. Like actually. So. Oh, don't worry. Other people are doing it for you because I have had like a pretty much of a roller coaster of a week. Besides Drag Race, two amazing things happened to me. Oh. One, Marina and the Diamonds. We're not talking about the same. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, we're going to talk about Sean Mendes and his underwear on the pod. Yes, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Wednesday, thir- Wednesday. It was no, it was Thursday because Wednesday I got some weird family news. I was like, "Fuck this yes. week!" And then Thursday, it wasn't weird family news. I don't like that word for what it was. But it's bad. It's not. Some things are happening in my family that are like sad and stressful. Yes, not even in my nuclear family. And like, so anyway, don't need to worry about it. Things are under control. But it was like a roller coaster of a moment, like when it all happened. Thursday rolls around. Marina's like, my album comes out this date. And I was like, cool. And she's like, these are my tour dates. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was lit. I was at my desk. How close is she coming? I had to go to Philadelphia. Oh, that's not that bad. No. But here's the thing. She releases the tour dates. I'm like, this bitch hasn't released an album in like four to five years. And she's like doing 
maybe 15 dates. So it's going to be hard as shit to get into one of these shows, right? And I'm all, I on Thursday was panicked about getting a ticket. And like, I can't even possibly buy one until tomorrow. And like, that is a pre-sale. So like, I have until Thursday and there's like nine pre-sales that happen before the general, like general on sale. But like, I had to remove myself from my desk because I couldn't think. I was like, my brain was like, ha! <laughs> like my brain was like, nope. My brain couldn't handle it. I went to the bathroom and stuck my head between my knees. Get, I thought you were going to... No, you're just I gesturing. You were, I thought you were going to take my wine no, no, away no, no, from no, me. No, no, like, no, 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 no. This is my first glass today. No, I'm literally just making sure you don't throw it to the floor because you have a lot of... You're emoting a lot. Okay. The, the listeners can't see. So, I'm feeling it. There is a lot of shaking of the table. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to make sure we don't lose her. That's all. Okay, so I go to the bathroom, put my head between my knees. I was like, I need to breathe. And I like had to do some breathing exercises for five minutes in the bathroom. And I like was not okay. And I like, luckily was close to my lunchtime. And so like I punched out and this girl who normally tries to talk to me at lunch, I was like, we are not talking today. We're sitting next to each other. We're not talking. Like I was like, I have full panic mode. Like, I don't, the fight or flight kicked in. I was like, I need these tickets today. <laughs> like, I need them. I already have my time requested off work. And if I don't get them, I'll just have this random days off in September. Anyway, Rain is releasing an album on <laughs> April 26th. I'm really excited. It's called Love and Fear. And I'm very happy. Did you happy. get the tickets? I can't buy them until tomorrow. Oh my God. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is with musicians like saying, Hi, I'm dropping an album and I'm going on tour and you have to buy them in three days. That's not enough time to get my life together to buy fucking tickets to something. It's bullshit. Keep the rich rich and the poor poor and rich people get opportunities that the poor people don't get because they can't get their life together to get things. It's not nice. Secondly, <laughs> you moved it away and now I was like, I can gesture more. <laughs> well, yeah, I just want to, you know, get your life. Secondly, at Philip Comely. Comely. I don't know how you say that. Come. I've tried. Uh, anyway. Fairyberry Philip. Doing me a solid <laughs> yesterday. Is it yesterday? Two days ago? Two days ago, maybe. For being the first person to send me my way the Calvin Klein campaign with Sean Mendes. And I was like, the fuck? And first of all, Tiffany saw it first, screenshot it, sent it to me. And I was like, I need to know more. And then... It was literally as right after Tiffany texted me and I opened Phillips. And also that whole text thread with Philip is just me going, wow, wow. <laughs> I said like, thank you. Wow. And I couldn't talk anymore. And um, then I started getting notifications from like Sean Mendez's account. And then like other people were tagging me and stuff. And I was like, what? This is the best day. Two of my favorite musicians are fucking up my life in very different ways. But fuck me up. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait to meet Sean Mendes in like six short months. I'm very excited. It isn't that far. Isn't that far? I have to get skinny real fast. Call it keto. You are already getting skinny, girl. Oh, thank you. Someone You're at work, welcome. someone at work who I haven't seen in a month was like, You look really skinny. I was like, Oh my God. Thank you. My clothes are starting not to fit, but like, I don't want to buy in between clothes because I do have so much, I have so many clothes. Also, you need you to go. You have a lot of clothes. You need to go through whatever I decided to get rid of. I will happily do that. If you want to try to go thrift a couple pieces just to have stuff yeah. for the in between time, we could do that. Okay, maybe. I really, I, I'm loving the thrift. Yeah, I'm too thick for the thrift. 
I am too, but I still find some stuff. Because I'm a bigger, I mean, and that's very relative, but I am bigger than the average bear. Therefore, my selection at the thrift can be a little limited. However, I have found some very good pieces, like really cute jackets, this hoodie. That's cute. I've gotten quite a few pairs of pants. I try to source all my work pants from thrifting just because I'm going to wreck them. I would also suggest if you need just like everyday pants, the Target jeans. Oh, I like the universal thread. They're cute. Are wonderful. And they're not that expensive. No. And honestly, so what? You spend like $20, $25 on a pair of pants that only fit for a couple months. You feel great in those pair of pants and then you just like donate them. It's fine. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you keep them just in case pants. I need to get... The thing is about, I did all the, sorry, I got rid of all these clothes and now I'm just in my room. (laughs) I need to get. I just found a resource online where someone might come. I think, I think how it works is they, you set up a pickup time. They'll come pick it up and take it for you. Oh. Because I need to do that too. I have so much stuff in my house between Josh and I. And like I held on to skinny girl clothes and I'm never going to fit in again. They look like child clothes to me now. I mean, same. You saw like that leather literal, jacket. <laughs> literal child's clothing to me. And like I let my friends have first pick at them, but I'm probably going to just bag them up and like figure out having people just come take them. Obviously, like I'm not opposed to taking them to Goodwill or yeah. whatever, but one, it's a lot of shit to my car is always full of work stuff. Uh-huh. So it's like, how am I supposed to do this? I'll look into it for you and we'll figure it out because... Perfect. We'll get it done together. Speaking of the thrift, you guys, the highlight of my Saturday. No, today's Sunday. The highlight of my day was buying $40 worth of Beanie Babies at Goodwill today yep. for my future children. This is where I'm at right now. <sighs> this is where I'm at right now. But actually, like, they just make me happy. And even though I'm just going to, like, package them up and keep them, some child's going to be very happy someday. Are you going to get those, like, acrylic cases, the, the boxes that you So I think, like, one or two of them I'm going to, like, keep <laughs> out. Now, I really want the unicorn. I don't have that one anymore. Oh. And there were a couple from my collection that, like, got destroyed. So I'm, like, replacing them now. And it was, like, very exciting to find them out in the wild. Like, my friend Tanner was digging through some stuff, and he was like, Tiffany. I just hit the mother load. And I was like, what? He was like all these babies and there was just like piles of them and i was like oh my god (laughs) it's just the best you guys i don't collect literally anything like i just don't do that but this is something i will collect and i will just hold on to it even if nothing ever happens with them i'm gonna get buried and just like a pile of my beanie babies it'll be great I have one more thing before we start the episode. What? For all of those people who didn't know Sean Mendez before I started talking about this podcast and started mocking me, <laughs> and now you are talking sh- like you are like he's hot as shit. I see you. I see all of you, and I know the fakers from the real ones. And I don't have time for the fakers. I always thought he was hot, and you and it's on record somewhere in the bowels bowels of this Biles. podcast of this podcast. And I said, if I was a man, I would want his singing voice in particular because it's perfect. Okay. I wasn't even talking about you. Okay, I know, but I'm just justifying myself. But I know. There are there there are people. Well, I was not that's I mean, I wasn't surprised when he took his pants off and it was good. Like, obviously. Anyway, I like him for his music and his personality. <laughs> okay. Let's start this episode. So let's start <laughs> Recovery for Paul's all starts for, or the one where Tiffany spoils the end of the episode. Episode ten.
super queen uh, grand finale. Sorry, I can't read. Okay. After Latrice's elimination, Latrice left a (laughs) salty-ish message. She's like, bye. Yeah, she's like, still the queen. No one cares. But I mean, Trinity puts it very well, you know, down to the itty bitty titty. Latrice has punched the clock too many times. And I think I saw some meme or infographic where it's basically like Latrice has been eliminated from the show like four times. You know what I mean? Like twice this season, once on All Stars 1 and then also season four. So say what you will. Yeah, and then Trini gives her speech that she's given like a hundred thousand times this uh-huh. season. Well, again. <laughs> Which is a thing that's been ongoing this season. It's like everyone gave the same speech ten times. Ten times. I also don't love the dynamic between like the way she's talking to Naomi in this moment. Just because it's almost like um like you were wrong, I did it right type thing, and I just like don't like the dynamic. I just don't like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you did it your way. I don't know why we're still dwelling on it at this point. Clearly, you, we we understand why you did it the way that you did it because you eliminated Latrice. So, like, right. let's keep it moving right? type thing. Like, I just don't need it at that point. But anyway, the girls get to the couch and they're discussing. Wait, before we talk oh, about sorry. they're already setting you up for Naomi not to win because Trinity was like, Latrice made some good points about eliminating Naomi, not any oh. other queen. And I think that that's like the producer saying like, hey, Naomi fans, you're fucked. <laughs> that's a, it's so hard yeah. because there's a couple red herrings in this episode. I think yeah. as far as like misleading you a little bit. Yeah. So at this point, like nothing was really on my radar, but that's right. an, an excellent point regardless. Um, so yeah, they move to the couch. So then we're on the couch and this is when we have that moment between Monet and Fake. Monique. Absolutely fake. That's acted a second time. I still laughed because <laughs> I thought it was funny, but... Um, ultimately we know that Monique was going to eliminate Latrice too. And eventually Monique says, you said you wouldn't be mad. And Monique's like, well, I lied. Full prosthetic <laughs> off. And it's like the only part so of her funny. face is like, <laughs> well, I lied. I was like, oh, man. Trinity says that she's sensing a twist coming. Yeah. And I was too. And I was like, mm. Y'all wanted a twist? It's Tatra Call's going to be a judge on the final episode, even though she hasn't been on the whole season. The whole season. <laughs> like, whatever. Uh, so it's a new day in the workroom. I, like, he should have just been a choreographer. Like, I don't know why he needed to be on panel. They didn't need him on panel. I don't know. He didn't need to be there no. this entire time. But whatever. So everybody's hamming it up. The energy is great. Everyone's happy because they're in the top four, essentially, yeah. mm-hmm. is the gig that I'm I'm feeling. Um, Trinity is like sort of sticking her butt out, but not moving. And all the girls are moving past her and Naomi slaps her ass really hard and says, do you know how many people would love to be spanked by Naomi Smalls? Trinity's going to spank her in the competition. But I mean, you have to pause and wonder because I wouldn't mind if Naomi spanked me. Like wouldn't be opposed is all I'm saying. Big hands. Regardless. Rue pops up on the screen. She does what she does. She says what she says. She enters the workroom. I noted, like, the big crown thing. I liked that. I did, too. But I was like, ooh, blue with the crown. Mm. So she enters once again for the last time this season, mind you, and says the girls must earn their spot in the Hall of Fame. And they're composing, recording a verse for Super Queen, and then they're recording a music video. Lastly, each of them will be on What's the Tay? Okay. But also, <laughs> RuPaul fails to mention to us that it's going to be the, like, half speed 
version of Super Queen. That song is not that slow in real okay, life. Okay, it's not because I didn't understand mm. what I was hearing. Yeah, because this song is not a new song. Because, like, they've played it before. It's like, she's a super queen, super queen. And they've used it for runways. So did I. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so that's what I thought it sounded like. And then, obviously, when we get to the end, it doesn't sound like that. Yeah. So I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. And I was like, maybe I just don't know this song that well. I mean, I don't know that song that well, but I know it's not that tempo. Like, I don't know if they faster. dumbed it down. I would love to know. Well, here's the thing. It's already a mistake because... Never mind. I will get into that when we get to that because that whole thing is a mistake, but... Continue. Ultimately, in the end, the top two all-stars will lip sync for the win. So we know right away the top four is going down to a top two. What have you. So next, the girls get down to writing their verses. Naomi asks Monet about her concept. Monet says something that doesn't make any sense. But then caps it off by saying, you know, she has a song on iTunes with over a million downloads and she's a superstar. So... I, like, truly wasn't worried about her at all. I did like the next moment that we have with Monique and Monet. I actually have a clip for this if you want. Oh, yes, please. How do you feel? I just want this dude. Like, I want to be top two. I would love it if it was us two. If I would live. I feel like for one of us to win, it would be like, you didn't see us coming. You know what I mean? And we showed the out. Monique and I have been so underestimated this entire season because we're so fresh from season 10. But we were able to come back in and do this immediately and really slay this competition. Girl, that would just be such a moment. It would, and it would just speak to, like, the generations of young black gay men. It would just be really special. It would be. To be in the talk to with you. Dear Lord, please let it be us together. In Jesus' name, touch and agree. Highly melanated. Can you imagine? Like, I would live. Okay, I had a thought about this. Mm. Now, I know that these shows get edited, edited in advance, but I'm wondering if they started doing promo for All Stars 4 and everyone's like, no more white queens. You know, like, we can't have another white queen in the Hall of Fame. Like, it's, that's like, we all started the season, we we're like, it has to be something different, right? And then they were like, oh, uh, actually, the queens acknowledge this. And so they put this clip in, and I'm like, maybe we're going to get, like, a all-black top two, which would be amazing and great. But then it's like, <laughs> it's like leads to nothing, and it's upsetting. So I have a couple theories. Okay. I think that they went into the season assuming it was going to go one way, and then it sort of did. Um, they definitely expected Manila to get much farther. They expected Latrice to do better. Mm-hmm. And then they expected Trinity to be in the top, which is fair enough. I mean, Trinity has Turn performed incredibly we, well. Anything we say about any of these queens this episode, we know how hard they all worked and they all have done exceptionally well in this exactly. competition. So like so, this, all of the theorizing we're doing is not on the queens. It's mm-mm. not on their performance. Mm-mm. It's about uh, production and their choices but on how I they do choose think, to present this I stuff. do think that the fans' opinion... And then the actual performance of Monique and Monet threw everybody for a loop. And it just wasn't going to fit what they had in mind from the end of this season, I guess, to have them both in the top, which is insane. But even the fan base has not thrown the same support behind Monique and Monet, respectively, which is horseshit because, and I just found this on Instagram before I came here, you know, Katya was a fan favorite. Katya was robbed. 
won three times, bought him two times. Uh, so was Monique. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I saw that as well. And, and like uh, the fan base is always like, oh, Team Katya, whatever, whatever, whatever. And like, yes, Katya is fabulous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, you just have to wonder. You have to wonder. And I made the big mistake the night of the crowning to go on Monet's Instagram and scroll down into the comments. It is ugly. It was bad and it was dark and it was like less than an hour after it aired. And I mean, uh, I, I, uh, and how do you get around that? I don't know that you can. You know what I mean? I mean, it is what it is. It's a dipper, a deeper dipper. Well, and it goes beyond just like, not all Drag Race fans are racist, obviously. No, that's not. But like racism is like a huge issue within the whole country, obviously, as it stands. You know what I mean? And like being able to take the sample size audience of Drag Race and like see how they respond to stuff is only a further testament that it's like an extremely prevalent issue top to bottom in our country. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, doesn't matter what you think or say, like, because I like didn't even have the heart to scroll through Trinity's comments because I didn't, I, I was like, I can't see the, the inverse reaction. Maybe it was also gross in her comment section, but I was like, I doubt. I it. have a feeling it's, it's not, not I mean, quite it, to this level, no, it's not be the same. and it's very upsetting and disappointing. And part of me would have respected the end of this more if like two black queens won. Sorry, like maybe that's fucked up and like a double standard for me. But like, if it was Monique and Monet at the end, and they were like, you know what, we can't even decide you both win, I wouldn't be as salty and upset as I am now with Trinity and Monet. And maybe that's like me being wrong, but I wouldn't be as mad at that. I just wouldn't be. Like, when we get to the end, you know what I, I mean? Will but maybe that's more about. Right. Like, I'm saying, okay. Anyway. Yeah, no, I'm just. I have, th- but anyway, I'm glad that this, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad that they have this moment air and they actually put it in the episode because I don't, I feel like we have skirted around this issue on Drag Race a Well, it's getting to the time. point where they, they couldn't, they can't, they can't, they wouldn't even let the vixen say her piece on it. You know what I mean? Right. She was trying. Uh, I'm, I'm, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> I could just like continue to prophesize or prophesize. What am I looking for? I can continue to guess what they might be thinking or trying to do. But in the end, none of us really know at this point, which is a shame. Uh, Anyway, Naomi is going to sing about what she loves most about herself because she knows that's what makes her special. So that's what her verse is going to be about, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. You can't argue with that, but it's just funny the way that she says it. She said she's going to put her personality into it. And I was like, bitch, when? <laughs> it's just <laughs> funny. <laughs> because I don't, I don't, I did not pull lyrics for the verses, but I wanted to, but I, it's I, not worth it. <laughs> I, I feel like one of her lines is like about not having, it's like about not having body, not having curves, but she's serving body. And I was like, you could have both. Both? Yeah. Maybe both. Monet has both. Monet has both. Yeah. But okay. Okay. So Trinity is worried about writing her lyrics. She brings it up that it was not a strong point on her season. In fact, when it was her turn on season nine to write song lyrics to category is 
that the fan base let her know that they were terrible. And I, well. I mm. can't even recall what those might have been, so. Oh, well, she, like, did this whisper singing, and she, like, like that. That makes sense that I blocked it, because I don't remember it at all. <laughs> well, the, who? Not going to talk about that. So, either <laughs> way. We'll talk about that when we get to season nine. Season nine. So, Naomi <laughs> observes that. Trinity seems to be cracking under the pressure. And we see this a couple times throughout the rest of the episode where it's like, oh, Trinity's shaking. She's not sure. She's not sure. And like, I don't know if that's her like playing into it. Pause. Talking about Trinity just reminded me of this. And I don't know if you saw these, but it was on Twitter. And Kennedy was like, Trinity, I see how you're playing this game. And I was like, what is she talking about? And maybe I haven't been paying enough attention. But did you know what what is she talking about? I'm guessing that. By saying, like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I'm really worried about choreography. No, but it was, like, last week's episode. She was talking about that. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I assumed she meant this week just because, like, okay. So, spoiler, Trinity's worried about learning choreography, but then she's like, oh, I've never successfully done a cartwheel in my life, and then fucking nails it the first try. I was like, um, are you really? Or are you... Drawing attention to yourself, like, in the finale episode of All Stars. But anyway. I mean, if that's smart. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I, I don't know what's happening. So either way, rehearsal with Todrick begins. Trinity admits she's worried. Yeah. Todrick's like, what aren't you worried about? Okay. The next moment that I have written down tickled me. <laughs> well, what is that? So <laughs> Naomi is... Todrick is telling them how to do something <laughs> and Naomi is having a side conversation with one of the dancers. <laughs> Naomi says, <laughs> I don't know why this made me laugh so hard. It has, like, yes, it was funny that Naomi wasn't paying attention and flirting with one of the dancers. But the conversation, if you read the subtitles, it's amazing because Naomi's like, did don't I, I know you? Did I meet you at DragCon? And then the dancer says... <laughs> I danced on your season <laughs> for your finale performance. And I thought, wow. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me, but it really, it got me. I rolled my eyes because Todrick was like, um, girls that like don't pay attention, don't care. Naomi's second strike for the episode. Mm, that's a good point yeah. but either way she was just like yeah okay Todrick but and then like continues to nail the choreography or whatever but right anyway I, I wasn't worried about Naomi like in her choreography <laughs> uh, because she sits so well with it when they did the the superhero uh, the, stuff and we clearly know she has like control over her body like I don't know right we've seen it she, she, she seems to be able to be rhythmic so Anyway, and now we're on to the cartwheel moment. And this is when I started to think that Monique probably wasn't going to win. Because why keep this in the episode when she's the only one who, like, doesn't do it? You know what I mean? And she's, like, barely in the episode to me also. True. That is very true. And, and like, even up to this point, I was like, where is she? Like, But they were trying to recapture BB doing that dip with... That was funny. But that was, like, sincerely funny. And they did not even give Nat as much attention as they... Because this was, like, 
a full minute and a half. Yeah, it was maybe. a long time. And it was just like too long. And I didn't, especially upon second watch, it's very cringy it because is. you already know going in that she had trouble doing it before. So it's like you're well, keeping it in the episode to be a bitch is I, what you're doing. Hold on, please. Okay. I will say, I thought the cartwheel on season nine, she fumbled it so she didn't hit Vixen. And that's what I thought. I remember season watching. Season 10. But yeah. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Wine. And <laughs> I remember when she did it, she was close to the Vixen. So I thought she bailed out of it as to not like disrupt what the Vixen was doing. Mm-hmm. But I was wrong because I did not realize that she fully couldn't do a cartwheel. Can you do a cartwheel? Hell no. Okay. So when she starts talking about the sides that she does, I like to do my cartwheel to the right. I don't like doing it to the left. So like there, there is a preferred method. So if you guys sure. thought she was lying about no, that, no, I, that's I mean a that real makes thing. total yeah. sense to me. So people like to lead in with a certain side. I just wanted to point that out. That is a real thing. It's a real fear. I don't like doing it to the left. Mm-mm. Well, in so, case you ever hang out with Tom, just know he only likes to do it one way and not the other. Anyway, so is then that shade. What is going on? It was like shade, but also like not really. The so, things are not my way of the highway. They are not. Excuse because we me? would have had an episode last week if I just let things go. That's true. So okay. then Trinity says, I've never done one and then does one. Right. And like that irritated me because if I tried to do a cartwheel, I would just fall over. Like I, I don't know how to do it at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I've maybe tried once or twice. Like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to move my body to make myself do a cartwheel. Like, I I don't know. So, anyway. I would like to talk about, or point out, we did not see them record their verses. No. At all. That's not in the episode. It's not. Which is interesting. And the way they edited... I want to know what happened with the song now. Now that you've pointed that out to me, it's all I can think about because I want to understand... What do you mean? Because I could see them because, okay, well, let's talk about it when we get there because I have uh, observations about the song itself. Okay. So we didn't show them recording and they showed us everything straight through, which they don't normally do. No. So normally an episode like this, you would see one queen doing what's the tea and then they would cut to them working with Todrick by themselves. And then we would cut to another, like the queens on the work room. None of this would all be shot. What's the tea? What's the tea? What's the tea? What's the tea? Todrick, 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 Todrick. That's not how this normally flows. So it was really weird that that's how they played this out. I, I The flow felt off to me for an episode like this. Anyway, continue. So keeping in with that, I guess, yeah. Monique rehearsals with Todrick and she seems to be handling the choreography just fine, but we barely see it. So then <laughs> Trinity is up next and she is struggling uh todrick thinks her rap is really dope so he wants to make choreography to match it you know your your verse really inspires me to make sharp choreography like blah 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 blah. not that he deserves this but whenever he sings trinity's name i was like oh hi because <laughs> he, he was like oh, i can't even think of the melody they did but he was just like are you ready trinity and i was like yes <laughs> anyway continue naomi is a very beautiful singing voice he's <laughs> he's fine but i can give him no credit so naomi is next todrick asks if she is flexible because she references it in her verse and says like let's try this lift thing out naomi of course is fine she hauls her ass into the air and starts swinging them stems around not only five bore four beautiful men. Okay, 
But I do want to compliment. So she pulls her, when they lift her, she pulls her like knees up to her chest and then leans back and then right. puts her legs up. So Insane. core strength. But we already yeah. know that she has him. Right. But it was just Bless amazing her. to see going the other way instead of backwards. Right. You know, um, there is a lot of physicality. Yeah. There just is to her. But then she decides to wear what she wears and that's what that is. But moving on. But anyway. <laughs> uh, um, I just like that Monet was like, I mean, I want four beautiful men to lift me up into the sky. Well, I think also Monet says that because it's like, why didn't the we opulence, put a lift? Right. Well, yeah. why didn't everybody get the same? Yeah. And you have to wonder sometimes. But this wasn't like the difference between everyone's dancing and then Katya. Because when they did right. Katya's, like, her physical capabilities are insane. She was literally doing a split on four people, and they were carrying her across the stage, which not a lot of people could do. Right. No. Yeah. So I loved seeing Monet rehearse because he shows her, like, a quick one-two run-through of it, and then she's just basically into it, and she's doing it. Yeah. She picks it up super quickly. And even Trinity is like, mm, looks like a star. Wow. Trinity, <laughs> yeah, claps. When Monet's done, like, doing the first run-through. Because she does look like a yeah, fucking professional, like, nailing choreography. Also, her booty in those shorts. Can Honey, you even? her body this yeah, episode, same. though, is sickening. In her super queen, like, outfit, I was like, Monet. <laughs> so, anyway, this is when we get to the podcast recordings, which, as you already pointed out so helpfully, all happen one right after the other. Boom, 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 boom. Which I thought something was weird about the formatting of this episode, but I was, like, so distracted by everything else, I hadn't really, like, also dwelled on it too much. I don't I know why they do this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sounding not like myself. I'm trying to formulate my thought in a way that's going to make sense. These are not real episodes of What's the Tea. There is right. no, there's nothing that we're not gonna that we're not gonna see on the episode that well, we're gonna hear elsewhere. Again, uh, none of the equipment's like plugged into anything. They're just all sitting in front of microphones. Like, uh, yeah, they aren't even close to their face. Me no, Tiffany can feel the heat on these spit things when we. Yeah, talk. we. It's... Well, because if if so, when I recorded at home, I was too far away and it was echoey. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm extra mindful of it right now because we're in a bigger room. Like, you like, have to sit pretty close to the mic when you right. record. So whenever they're a mile away from their faces, you're... like they're clearly not like truly recording dick shit but yeah, whatever but, but it would be great if they did record full episodes with all the queens we see part of it on the episode and then you release that for promotion for us to like go well, and well i'm then sure they had out. to have released these episodes with each of the queens right no they don't these aren't real episodes are you sure i'm 100 percent sure i don't think that's real because it wasn't in last past seasons because if you try to find the ones they do with like any of the other past seasons, it's not going to be there. Hold on. I swear that they were on there, though. I don't think they are. Although, I haven't listened to What's the Tea in... Me either. ...a light year. Hold, please. Okay, I'm going to... So... Going through this. Maybe there isn't. No, they're not. They drop episodes with the guest hosts... Yeah, which but is what the, I'm seeing. Yeah, but they don't do it with the queens. Those aren't real episodes. Also, if you don't listen to What's the Tea and you want to try to tune into an episode to hear them talk with someone, 
don't because they'll talk to them about five minutes at the end of the episodes and the rest is just Rue and Michelle. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Monet said she felt like she had a piece of humble pie whenever she left All Stars <laughs> season 10. Wow, I cannot remember what's going on. It's fine. Um, um, she was saying she was really bummed out by her first run and she didn't get to do all these things. But Okay, but how can you be bummed out getting to the top five? That's, well, and that's basically what, like, Michelle. Mush, Mush, <laughs> Hi, Ruchel. you're not even drinking. No, this is just what I'm like. Michelle and Rue remind <laughs> Monet that she was loved on her season. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trinity and Monet tie. That's just how you are. This is just how I am. Yeah. So anyway, Monet explains after Rue asks what's next that she's going to be traveling with her one woman show. She's going to Australia. This is already booked stuff too. She's this like, already yeah, all yeah, happened yeah. at this point. So <laughs> Rue says she's fabulous and that Monet is going to show the world what she's made of. I would say Monet definitely has the best what's the tea. I would say so too. Though Monique is, she gives Rue what she's looking for most of the time. No, here's what I have read about. Monique. Okay. Um, Monique wanted to win the roast most out of any of the challenges. Correct. Monet was 300 pounds, led an ex-game ministry, and that's all I got from hers. So, yeah, I guess that's true, but I felt like Monique was strategic in, like, kind of holding her cards a little bit because I had no idea that she had, like, such a transformative journey with her body. Mm -hmm. We've heard bits and pieces but I've never heard her lay it out so starkly that, you know, yeah, she was a minister. She was in seminary school. But not only that, she was, like, leading the uh, conversion therapy for, like, that sect of her religious community or whatever and expected to, like, marry a woman and have 12 kids and all of this stuff. And then on top of that, you know what I mean? She was 300 pounds at the time. And Michelle calls it right away, you know, wow, like, clearly related to all the stuff that you were going through and Monique is like yeah definitely because by the time she came out in March by that fall she was already doing drag and was like rapidly losing weight it sounds like so I would have actually liked to have heard Monique's full episode so I'm kind of mad it doesn't exist. It would have been nice to hear any of these queens this is kind, of, uh, kind of irritating. But if you don't think Monique's episode, like little snippet has any uh, substance, I feel like Naomi didn't stand a chance because Rue leads into the conversation with Naomi by saying, oh, look how youthful you look. How old are you? Let me tell you, once Naomi said she was only 24, I was like, bye. I like tuned. I clocked right out. I was, That's the first time I did listen the second time, but... I was like, oh, fuck you, you're 24. You have your whole life ahead of you. But still, yeah. like, you can, I mean, but you, you can know what Rue's, you know what Rue's perspective yeah. is. And I mean, Aquaria won and she was younger 21. than 20. Yeah, you know what I mean? No. But you, but knowing Rue, though, and the, the feeling of the episode and its trajectory, then this would be strike three. It is. No, you're discrediting her right away. So you you're really mean? young. Oh, so you're really young. Yeah. And I just thought that was super obnoxious. And it worked on me. I was like, you're young. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just and then the rest of gross. what she says or whatever they edited in it was kind of all fluffy it was i mean know? and michelle is kind to her because yeah. naomi's worried about not being likable and michelle's like but i was really talking about the challenge not overall i 
think Naomi's biggest problem this season is how they edited her. I agree. Because I really liked Naomi, the person on her original season eight. Did I get mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. It's the first time in the whole episode. <laughs> I You're got it over. Good. Thank you. I remember really liking her. I thought she was cool. And I liked her on her yeah. season too. Like I was glad to see her make it to the top. Right. But I think in this season, it was just like every episode, Naomi was in it. And then that they was didn't it. give her much of a platform. They were no. focusing on other storylines. But I do like how Naomi sort of like takes control of the conversation at the end. And she's like, but how did you like that Judy lip sync? What did you think about that? And I was like, yes, Naomi, make them eat it and make them tell you how much they loved it Mm -hmm. because you know you were sickening. Are you just like rubbing your balls right now? (laughs) No. Okay. This is like true story. I lost so much weight that my underwear doesn't fit me right. Oh, no. And so, yes, my balls did pop out of my underwear. And yes, it's really (laughs) Then you need to get new undies, girl. I do. I know that it's very frustrating. And like, so opposite issue, just to pop in real quick, opposite issue, like I got fatter and I didn't (laughs) want to buy new clothes. But you know what? It felt really shitty to continue to put on clothes that were like slightly too small or uncomfortable. And it's also unfair to you and your body as it is right now to put on clothes that are way too big. This you know was, what I mean? Okay, but this was like as of yesterday. I, I know, I know. This. I'm just saying. Also, I have like... You should un- feel empowered and wonderful. I have underwear that does fit, but it's not for like wearing. Does that make sense? <laughs> well, you deserve to have everyday underwear that you can wear. I do need everyday underwear, but like the underwear that would fit me like the best is not... <laughs> I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... Trinity sits <laughs> for the Patreon the $50 a month level to see that. No, there doesn't exist. That's not a thing. Contact I mean, Tom directly to get his Venmo hit, or Cash app. Hit up my OnlyFans. <laughs> because if you do, you might see him in that underwear that fits. Trinity sits down with Michelle and Rue and like... The mood shifts immediately. It's like a totally different vibe than it was just a second ago. <laughs> that whole side conversation. Sorry. It's fine. This is our show. <laughs> this is our show. <laughs> uh, Trinity says All Stars is much harder than the regular season. And like Michelle and Rue are like, oh, wow, really? It's harder? Is it? It's like, bitch, you fucking know. <laughs> so obnoxious. <laughs> like you fucking, you both I fucking guess- know that it's harder. <laughs> It's so stupid to me. But anyway. But do you think it's harder because of just the expectations of the queens? Or do you think the challenges are actually harder? Because I don't think they do I think do it's any... a little bit of both. But it's think... mostly because the expectations are so much higher. I think that's really it. Because so it's like, the challenges with are With a similar. challenge where you might have wiggle room, there is no wiggle room. It's right. like you are executing this challenge period. It doesn't matter if it's unreasonable. doesn't matter if you have no time to learn your lines. No one cares you're an all-star. Do it all. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm going to do it all now. So Trinity says, whoa, she's much more emotionally open heading into this competition this time around. So therefore, she feels like she's more emotionally invested than she ever was and was more vulnerable in front of the camera. Rue says there's something very likable about Trinity and that it's a star quality for her. So I feel like... Unlike when Monet is there and like making the magic happen and making Rue and Michelle fawn over her, Trinity is being told she's great Mm -hmm. and not having to really explain why she's great. 
Agreed. Yeah. And I mean, Trinity is great. She is. No, like we said earlier. Yeah, it's not. You will never not once hear me say this episode that either of them didn't deserve to win or whatever. Like one deserved to win over the other. Like obviously I have a preference. And if you've been paying attention, you know what my preference is. Mm -hmm. But it's not that like one queen deserves it more than the other. Not at all. Like that's not how that works. It just sucks that they were put in the position that they're both the winner. <laughs> like, And that's the fault of the show, not their fault. The queens, yeah. So it's the elimination day. It's challenge day. The girls are entering the workroom and they don't even get a second to kiki because we see the backs of three queens. Who could they be? I don't know. As the girls turn around, Chad says something. Don't know. Alaska says <laughs> you're so right like I don't know I don't, re- I don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> no but you're so dead on like Tatiana is just being disrespected <laughs> because she whenever the queens are in the corner Chad is like on a DJ thing and there's no like <laughs> and like me and Josh were laughing about Trixie and Alaska. Alaska on their instruments because they were like showing them and they were also playing it up. Yeah. They showed Chad like once or twice. He was just like mouthing the words at one point. And I was like, you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but that's fine. Either way, you guys, Alaska says all star rules have been suspended. And Trixie turns around and finishes the statement by saying permanently. And then essentially that they will decide the winner. The top four is pissed. They are shaking. They are angry. They are like, send me home. I'm packing my bags. I don't give a Monique fuck. specifically. Like, and I she think that's is another... shooketh. I think that's a strike against Monique on this episode. Could because be. when you talk about packing up and going home, typically that means you're going to pack going up. That means you're going to. Yeah. It's a pro, like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. But, you know, we jumped to a commercial break, which was clever. We come back and it's like, everybody's like, oh, just kidding, just kidding. And they're like, you know. Were you, was anyone concerned when that happened? I wasn't. No. Really? I'm curious if you were and what you thought was going to happen. So essentially, you know, Trixie clarifies, you know, Rue makes the decision. Alaska says, we're just here to bring you hard liquor before 10 a.m. And that's when they really get into some tea or whatever because Trixie's like how about them track records like where y'all stand in and I actually really liked the moment of all of them together because I feel like we haven't seen all the all-star winners in the same room nor have they actually all been on an all-star season like interacting with the contestants because we saw Chad in Alaska but they like weren't ever do you know what I mean? Like involved Whenever in all they were in the handmaid's Yeah like they were just like at the beginning of the episode they didn't interact with anybody. In the end. So, but I felt like this was like what I would want from an interaction between all of them. I think they're holograms. Maybe they are. Actually, did you see, um, well, we'll get there. It doesn't matter right now. But either way, you know, Naomi only has one win. She has to cop to that immediately because basically Trixie's like, how many wins do you have? They each go down the line. And then Naomi's like, I have one. I think Naomi feels small. anyway (laughs) the queens the winners go to exit alaska's umbrella says team katya and i want one 
Um, Sell those Alaska. Trixie says on the way out, she goes, winning isn't everything, but it's really cool. (laughs) And they're Uh, gone. Well, I like whenever they're like, are you going to be at the finale? And they're like, I will be revealed. Revealed. Trixie's really good at moments like these. And like, I found myself taking a shine to her again recently. I fell out of love with her for a while. But this was like cute and charming. She did her thing. I was like, I understand why you're here. Like, this is fine. So anyway, the girls jump right to it. The energy shifts. Everything's kind of like tense and awkward um, because everybody's feeling a lot of feelings at this point. Monet is saying she's been up rehearsing all night, but she's looking forward to getting this challenge done. Trinity is dead tired. She says that Monet's run through was fierce and she looked so great. And Trinity is desperate to look as sickening. So they're all in the mirror and they're just like painting their faces. And Naomi says, at this point, it's not about who wants to win the most. It's about who deserves it. Because Trinity is driving the point home about how badly she wants it, essentially. So I felt like that was telling too that not only did Naomi say it, but Naomi with her standing in the competition. I was like, did you come up with that or did like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like a very telling statement. And I don't know if maybe she was just feeling the heat in the room because she had to stand there in front of the other all-star winners and be like, oh, I only have one win. Right. It's like, how likely do you think you are to be crowned when, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not No shade to Naomi because she was amazing, of course, but in the grand scheme of things. So everybody's continuing to beat their face. You know, Monique is saying, you know, you work so hard. You're here. You're trying to pull it together. You're like doing the very best that you can. But like she's drained. Like she's had it. She's like clearly on an edge. Strike. Mm, true. They don't want to see the chink in the armor most mm-hmm. of the time. Or they want to see it when they when you give when you're given an opening to reveal that vulnerability of how what a, how much wear it's taking on you. Yeah. To be in the competition, then it's okay. But otherwise, it's not. Okay. I want to do I I want to do point out I do want to point out that the eyeshadow palette that is being used by Monique is the soft glam palette by Anastasia Beverly Hills, which is one of the most boring palettes that has been released in the past year or so. And I could not I sent a voice memo to Tiffany. I said, "What the fuck is Monique using?" I was soft surprised. Glam palette. But it was so weird. It's I, a choice. It's a cute palette for like every day, but. I just, it's a strange choice for a it. drag queen. Anyway. You uh, don't. Of course you don't. You only own pinks and purples. <laughs> I own it quite a right. I could show you my drawer. Thanks. Okay. I can show you my room. Yeah. You do have a whole room. <laughs> I'm actually thinking of like, I got to figure it out because I have a lot of shit at this point. It's stressing me out. Any, anyway. 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 Trinity points out, this is the last time we are painting for this conversation, uh, for this conversation, for this competition. Stay sharp. It's not over till it's over, basically. I want to know what Trinity is contouring with, because I think that little booper that she has when she's doing the dots, I don't know mm. what that is, because it's a sponge applicator. I Trinity, hit me up. <laughs> I fucking love watching them paint. Yeah. There is a newer video posted by Sibling Rivalry where Bob and Monet are painting their faces without mirrors. And it is the funniest thing. And I will tell you what, Monet Miss Thing got her complexion right with no mirror. She like, we do that for she did Patreon? it so well. Maybe that should be our oh Patreon. Oh my God. No Let me start fucking practicing because I will look like a hot mess. That's the point. She 
Monet didn't though. I know, but they also paint their faces like all every the day. time. And I think I she don't think must I would be, be that good at it either. I think she must be just so familiar with the topography of her face because it is insane how like how fucking good she looks. It's crazy. But anyway, I highly recommend it. So they start showing like this music video, you guys. And the most exciting part about it for me was the band of the previous all-star winners. As we said, Chad is on. She's a DJ. One of my favorite parts was they had female dancers. I know they had them in the, did they have them in all-stars? I'm sorry. I don't know. I think they did have female dancers. But But that's cool. I like that they're. Little diversity, right? Yeah. So it was cool. Trixie's on guitar. Alaska's Mm -hmm. on drums. Chad is like a DJ or whatever. And they're mugging and they're like chopping in footage of them like mugging and dancing. And it's like refreshing for me. So Monet opens and she looks fucking sickening. She's commanding. She's but it just feels very effortless Mm -hmm. too. Oh, yeah. Like I'm paying a fuck attention because she's performing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I liked her verse. It was clever. It wasn't anything crazy. Her voice sounded great. Yeah. She was singing in a way that I've never really heard her sing before. Just like kind of her voice. I guess baritone, more tone than like, you know, not her bass. And it sounded great. And I was super happy with it. It was weird the way that she kicks off. She has like this own, her own section of the stage that doesn't get utilized after she turns around on mm-hmm. it. So that's interesting to know. And then I didn't know if that was like her choice. I don't know how much choice they got. You know what I yeah. mean? But it was weird. And I have I have like small issues moving forward with like some of those choices. Because then you have Monique, who looks lovely. Like I think she looks like a fucking superhero. She's got huge hair that she's whipping back and forth in the way that only Monique can. And it stays on, mind you. Huge. I liked her outfit. I thought her verse was just as good as Monet's. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And those both sounded like they were a part of the same song, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, that's important. Fair. Fair. And she's nailing the choreography as well. I think it's weird that they had her stand in front of a fan, but then did not have fans going. Right. And that's That's, all that she got. You know what I mean? And it was very strange. So then we get into like Naomi in her bodysuit getting lifted up in the air. And it's like, okay, so this is the bridge of the song, I guess. Right. Because it's, it's melodic. It's different. It doesn't feel like it's lasting as long as the other verses because she's not really, she's like doing these sustained notes. Right. And that's taking up like a bunch of time is what I was interpreting it as. I was like, oh, I guess like hers feels shorter because it's a bridge. She's like singing through it and then she sort of speaks the end and then that's it. But, you know, she gets lifted up in the air. She's like backwards and upside down, like whatever, whatever. And then all of a sudden it's a completely different song. And Trinity appears looking like something out of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Peter Repulsa shit. Do you know what I mean? And I can't Wait, take full can credit put... for that because Josh, Josh it. pointed it out. But I do want, let's, so Naomi. What did you think of this bodysuit? Because you did bring it up. I'm sorry. Oh no, I think it's hideous. Really? I don't I think, think it even her... look, I don't even think it fits her body that well. Oh, and on her okay. wig, that wig, that wig? The wig was crunchy. Yeah, it was weird. But I don't know if um that was just a choice because she knew she was going to be like upside down and stuff. I don't know. But Monique does a lot, and her wigs don't ever look that crunchy. And we've seen girls in other seasons dance with wigs that weren't shitty. Also, I love that Monet was bald. 
Yeah. And just great. had that like accessory. Um, accessory. Accessory. I loved it. Yeah. But anyway. And then again, Trinity, whole different song. Song is completely different. It is just like, I don't know what and that's how like, all these are supposed to fit together. Yeah. And that's why her choreography was so different because it was like, it was staccato. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, bup, 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 bup. and that's why you get those like weird hip tap things that she was doing for her choreo because it's like, that's how the song, her part of the song moves because that's how she chose to like move it. Right. She did short staccato real fast things. Also, she's just mostly counting. True. With some statements thrown in that also happen to rhyme occasionally. And like, that's fine because it sounds, it sounds fine. Like it's fine, I guess. Like it's okay, but it's very awkward (laughs) because then it's just like, well, the first half was a song. Part of Naomi's could have still been the same song. And now this is something else. But okay. And then they're all together dancing. And they have handlebars with lights on them. Tons no, of bicycles. No. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that part was so Handlebars. Weird. And whenever they're doing like, I don't know what to call these, but they do like some frills at the end. Each queen does like a frill. Oh, they like have like a like a poppin' moment. Yes. So, Riot. She was being so good. I know. So, Monet does hers, and then they pan to Monique, who looks bothered that this handlebar is in front of her. She looks so annoyed. Well, because it doesn't make any sense. Like, why is it there? So, like, they're each having their little, like, last-minute solo or whatever, where they just, like, say something. Say yeah. something. And like they're like swinging this handlebars around. Where are my around. people at moment? Where are my people yeah. at? It's so weird. This whole thing was so weird. And in the middle of it, Josh turns to me and he's just like, they can't all be kitty girl. Because all I did was listen to fucking kitty girl. I did. Like I loved it. They, and AS2, like Riji Roju, I still listen to that all the time. And I occasionally listen to the season nine top four song. Like. Yeah. Are you serious? This is it? This is what you're giving me? It was not good. It was fucking weird. And it's not even like a bop. It's not catchy. Like what if... And it's a disservice to these queens. Because there was something there to be worked with. The song is just trash. Yeah. It's garbaggio. So (laughs) I'm so curious. I am so curious. uh, If... There was some issue with the song and they slowed it down. You know what I mean? Because then Trinity has like all that production at the end, but her verse is lame. Like, I don't know what's going on. I want to know the truth. It's out there. So if anybody has anything, I have not been going on Reddit because like I can't, I just like, don't think I'm going to be able to handle it. It's just going to upset me. So that hasn't happened in a really long time. What? Where I normally am like reading my notes, but now that I don't. Oh, it doesn't matter. You're fine. No, it went. Take it easy. So we're at the runway portion. It's like finale eleganza. Sorry, I don't remember these, but I'll try. Okay. So I'll talk you through them. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay. Monet. I remember them. Has like, you know, the updo. Yes. Okay. Purple gown with the, like the. African print. I will say I did not like this until Monet talked me through it. Okay. Uh, so like, well, that's not something we would have a frame, a frame of reference right. for. Because we're white me, as shit. Yeah, right. So, but she rounded the corner and I was like, why does she have barnacles on her dress? 
Fair. And then she explains it, and I'm like, okay, I'm on board. I'm following. I loved the hair from the get-go. It was the the dress. And I think it's, yeah. it's, I think it's good that you're like, I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't. I have seen prints in the past. So I was like, oh my God, I under, I, I get it. That color looks beautiful on your skin. Uh-huh. I thought her makeup was gorgeous. I don't know what she has learned, but the makeup between last week and this week, like I thought her pink panther was so sickening, mm-hmm. so sickening. And she just looked just as beautiful now. And like it took, I don't know. She just fucking knocked me out. She looked like a winner baby so monique is next she's in that black with like the thick like textured midsection middle and then i love that wig on her that color is so flattering this is the second time she's worn gloves with the weird so but here's the thing is i i think i get the vision that she has i could almost see it but it's like a little ill-fitting the dress was a little ill-fitting michelle points it out later later that the volume's being added in the wrong spot you know what I mean? Yeah. And even still with all those issues, I thought that she looked beautiful. She did, but it just wasn't there. It just wasn't. No. Yeah. It's not an all-stars finale moment. It's not a finale moment. It's, it, I cannot wait until Monique puts out another outfit that is the thing that she thinks it is and like fully gets it produced so a... we can see it because I think it'll be sickening. Mm-hmm. But this just like isn't it yet. Right. And when she rounded the corner, I was like, oh, damn. You know what I mean? Because, like, I get it, but it just wasn't where we were for this episode. So, Naomi is next, and she rounds the corner, and I go, oh, because everything's so sparkly. (laughs) Like, so many rhinestones. And the first time that I saw it, I didn't really care for this. I understand it's, like, a Louis Vuitton high fashion reference. I liked the purple. The hat is fine. The netting okay. Okay. And it all fits, which is great. So I liked that the fishnets were rhinestone. That was weird to me. I loved it though. Yeah. Bitch, that thing was stoned head to toe. Everywhere that you looked on her body, there was at least one fucking stone. Like that shit was so fucking sparkly. Her hat had a band of fucking stones on it, dude. I was disgusted by the detail like once i saw it again Mm -hmm. and then she like takes off the big poofy skirt part and it's just like a bodysuit or whatever but even the back like the bottom of her back has like an an ornate fucking pattern on it with stones i was like i cannot even be mad at this even though i don't like i liked the weird shoulder like the weird elbow thing yeah ross was like like, oh if you're like overweight in your elbows like you can just wear this dress so (laughs) Me like a stupid I like joke that about a lot. it. I felt like the purple fabric looked like a cheap prop. Too cheap. Dress. I loved the purple color though. I'm but you're probably that, right. I'm not, I don't have issues with the color of that. I have issues with the fabric. Because I didn't love it the first time I saw yeah. it. I had to come around on it. And again, yeah. I watched it again in the stoning. I just that outfit was probably so fucking expensive. I'm sure it was. And it was I mean, it looked like she was in the fucking finale, like. Yeah, she was doing it. You know, she was serving, serving for us. So Trinity was serving us the teacup fantasy. And I understood it and I can recognize it for what it is. Super well structured. She's got the teacup titties. Sure. 
and the details are so sharp. Don't like him. I... I like Trinity and brown hair. I thought that was cool. There was something weird about it to me. It's still, like, right, like what you said, it looked expensive. It was well made. The detailing was and, there. And like, you could tell, like, she was yeah. like, I have this idea. Like, it I want to look like a china plate. Like, it and have teacups on my titties. It like, has the same feeling. Like, Hermes, their scars, I think they are ugly patterns, but they're so fucking expensive. Mm. And I felt like this was like an Hermes pattern where I understood that it was expensive and high quality, but I still didn't like it. You Same. know, that's exactly. And yeah. I was just like, I don't like this yeah. at all. <laughs> like, I, um, I don't like it. I just did not care for it. Uh, yeah. Like, it was that for me, no. honey? I didn't but, hate it, but I didn't. No. It. And like, she came around the corner and I was like, oh, and then she <sighs> took like the little caps off of the teacups. And I was like, I mean, better because like like i get it a little bit more now but like i still don't like it (laughs) she looks so skinny but i was like no so then the judges say all these things don't care you guys uh the girls give their why me speech don't care we already know how this goes yeah it's like that part always feels a little bit of the same Wait, this also i'd like to note that they didn't make them talk to their 12 year old selves or whatever nope they normally so oh, then, wait, I guess that's not an all-stars thing. That's a regular season thing. My bad. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah. The judges speak privately after the girls vacate the stage. And the like, first time they'll deliberate for the decision. So then Rue is like, I just love that Rue's trying to like interject and have like something to say about each of them. Like she knows what's going on or whatever. Right. I'm like, okay, RuPaul. Like, <laughs> thank you for trying, I guess. Except when they're like talking about the girls, you already get the sense that they're counting Monique out. Oh, yeah. The way that they're speaking about her in this moment. And like the contrast between like girls and her is they're like, oh, like her fashion's not there yet. But she has so much heart, blah, 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 blah. But then in the next breath, they're talking about Naomi and boil her down to fashion only and looks only. So it's like, okay, well, then what is it? You know what I mean? Like, what's the art stick we're using here, you guys? Because I don't really know. Well, I think where one failed, the other one picked up. I know. But I'm just, like, picking on them because yeah. I'm still upset with all of them. And I hold them all accountable. Even uh, you, Ross. I did. Why didn't you fight for for a better ending you had to have known this was not good honey i don't think the judges have anything i don't care so i will say i did i did appreciate when carson was like i'm so mad at naomi for eliminating vanilla and and whenever i saw that i the first time i watched it i was like okay so naomi's totally not winning they wouldn't have left that in if it wasn't going to be something that was used as a because i think rue was still pissed like, I know, like, Rue let the game play the way the game is supposed to be played, but Rue's still like, I make the final decision. I have you a piss theory. I have a theory about kind of everything once we're okay. through the, wait, the rest sorry. of the episode. Sure. So, essentially, the top two was announced. Monet and Trinity are top two. They are going to lip sync. The lip sync song is Fighter by Christina Aguilera. That song is Tired. I'm sorry. It's I thought weird we had lip sync song. I've sworn we already had this as a lip sync song. But I think I might also have confused it with the number they did on Glee. Possible. This I, song, I, I, I don't like this fucking song. Like, for some reason, poor Christina Aguilera, like, every time her legacy is referenced, this song comes up. And I'm like, really? Well, the it was the first time she fine. was sexy. 
No, because Dirty came out before that. This is off the record of that Dirty comes from. So, like, for some reason, just like this, this like hit it, hit mainstream. You're such a fighter, and I'm singing Dirty in my head. They're not the same. No, they're not the same. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay, sorry. At any point, which one happens in the fighting ring? That's that's Dirty. dirty. Okay, Fighter is just like she has a dark wig on. She has on this big billowy like fabric thing, and she's like, like there's like weird creepy things chasing her kind of and like okay. she's like crawling forward and someone's sticking oh. pins through like the outfit i don't remember this. Okay. okay so continue. anyway the lip sync is fine you could i felt like you could tell that they were trying to give trinity the edge and then there's sort of like a neutral point now i will say i thought um monet's wig looked weird and then she pulled it off to reveal a smaller wig. And I was like, now I can forgive how weird it looked the first. I was just like, oh, she brought out the bus driver for the end. And like, I didn't really think about like how weird it was. I was just like, yes, girl. It wasn't sitting on her head quite right. It was. It definitely wasn't. But I was just like, oh, um, like this is a fun moment. Like that's nice. And there is some dissenting opinion on like who won this lip sync. I would say I think I preferred Trinity's performance, but also someone also pointed out that it's like the same lip sync that Trinity does. It's every the same. It really yeah, is. You know? I didn't feel like it was. She didn't do anything that was like. No, there was no like variety there. But, where I feel like Monet shows us something a little bit different based on the song, and she yeah. did it again this time. And then she had like the goofy short hair wig reveal. She did like the thing with her face, like with the run. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like a little variety. Whereas like. Trinity got on the floor. Trinity whipped her hair. Trinity did like a super basic reveal. She also looked like she was dying at one point. Like, I don't know. I just wasn't super into it for me. I would have put Monet as like the clear victor there but for I me. I feel like we always know these lip syncs don't matter. They don't. It definitely no. doesn't matter, obviously, because then they um, announce the winner as being both Monet and Trinity. Okay. And we get to the end of the episode where they clearly just hodgepodge together the separate girls winning the crown and then put them together very, very painstakingly so. And you know what really, really got me about this? Because when it first aired, I was like, oh, okay. And then as I sat with it a little bit more, I got more and more confused and therefore upset about it. So then like the next day or whatever – Molly, my soul sister, commented on another Drag Race group. Trixie said at the end of All Stars 3 that they recorded an ending where her and Kennedy win. I know. Okay. And then they didn't use it. And I was like, so why didn't you record another one? I That was my first thought. I completely forgot about it. No, my first thought when I saw the split screen was like, it's fucked up that they didn't even have footage to record a double. Like, they didn't have the audacity to... like. If this was something you clearly didn't think this was a possibility at the time, or you would have fucking no, exactly. bothered to exactly. recorded one. Exactly. So for the fact that you decided after the fact, and I think the reaction video would have been a lot different with Monet and Trinity in that bar or wherever they did. If that they re- knew it was a possibility. Yes, because Trinity, I know that everyone's making fun of her, but I think did she you bo- see the tweet? What tweet? Somebody tweeted to Trinity the afternoon. Oh, and she said, no, girl. She said, no, thanks. Yeah. And it's like, she wasn't being shady. No, she was just she's... like, no, thanks. I don't want to share the crown. No, That's, thanks. Yeah. I. 
I can't. It was not fair to record those queens having a reaction to it because. And they clearly pulled them out of Roscoe's. If you guys aren't in the group with me. Right. With that's us, right. Because so, so you posted. That I posted were, that. Yeah. They had pulled Monet and I think Trinity from Roscoe's for a viewing party. Because they must have just decided last minute to make it a double crowning so they could have them isolated to record them watching the finale. So what they probably did was they told them ahead of time, just so you know, you made the top two. Well, they knew they made the top two. Naomi and Monique know they did. Oh, yeah. Well, either way, you know what I mean? Like, we want to record you watching the crowning. The only funny part about that was that. Katya came in dressed as Trixie. <laughs> well, I mean, I but did, I did fully because watching Trinity was how I felt watching the episode where it was like what? she fully didn't understand. No. I don't even think she was angry. She was just waiting for them to tell who who won. Yeah, yeah. she was like, no, there's no way. Like there right. has to be more information being given. But then once they got to the money part, yeah, and it was like, oh, both of you get a hundred thousand, and Monet was like. Oh, girl, we both get that money. Yeah. And Trinity's like, we both won. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was it was very uncomfortable to watch. And they just did. I just. So. I'll ask you to get stardom. Why do you think they did this? So I feel like a lot of how I felt was said by other people before I got to record. So I don't feel like my, my hot takes aren't as hot because, well, messaging people, people messaging us and thank you. Anyone who messaged us your diatribe on this. Cause I felt like everyone had a very strong personal. Opinion. And it's really interesting yeah. to hear um, the variety of feelings. If, if you're, if you are someone who's comfortable with us, like sharing your thoughts in a public forum, I would love to do that so we can hear from everyone um we also have some recordings from fairy berry listeners um, who sent us little email voice memos we will play those at the end for you to hear some different opinions than ours they're all great i love them all um but i my first thought is that if manila had made the finale there would have only been one winner it would have been manila yep what is my dog? I don't know. Riot. You have to stop that. Riot. Hey. What is she doing? I don't know. Riot. Hey, come here. Come here, baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. My dog was fully making a weird noise. And... It's very distracting. Yeah. Come here. It's okay. So if Manila had made the finale, she would have won. And that no would have been all. the end of it. Right. But Manila checks more boxes than the queen that I think they wanted to win. Because I think Trinity was slated to win before they did this double win. Yes. But also. And you- that was what the T said. So the the week when I had saw that Manila was going to be eliminated and I saw that thing, I saved it to my phone because it said that Trinity won. Oh, really? You sure did. So what had happened is you then had a top four with three queens of color, Right. And then we were all like, it's so great to have a top four with three queens and only one white queen. It's going to be the time where we finally have a queen of color win an all-star season. And then it, then the internet's all like, it has to happen. This is it. It has to happen. This is it. And World of Wonder, Rue, I don't know who it was, was like, well, we can't just not give it to Trinity also. 
You know what I mean? They wanted to, to have both things. Literally. They were like, well, instead of throwing our, throwing it all behind one one queen, you know, we'll just try to make everybody happy. And this, what I'm saying is not to discount Monet's performance and not to discount Trinity's performance on the show because I think they both deserve to win and either one could have like had the crown solo as Tiffany said earlier Absolutely. in the episode. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is that was the design of what was supposed to happen. And I don't know when you have to make these calls for the editing of the show. I don't know whenever all has to be done. Seems like they did it about a week beforehand. What? But I'm. But that's why we saw that split screen. We were like, what is, what is, what the voiceover? And it it terrible. was Yeah, it was weird. It was awful. And like, that's what makes me mad most of all is, and I said this to you and I posted it on our Insta stories. Like I had a little bit of a meltdown over it just because we deserve better. You guys listening deserve better. And the queens most of all deserved better. Right. You can't throw a curve. You put them through the fucking rigor this right. season. You know, and they worked their asses off. You know what I mean? And cried and stayed up and like pushed themselves to the fucking brink to prove that they are the ones to wear the crown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so fucking disrespectful to them. It's just... Like, literally, I think it, like, fucked my brain up a little bit. Like, on top of everything else, mm-hmm. obviously, I had personal things going on. But I was just like, I cannot fucking believe you did this to them. You know what I mean? Just, like, the fucking audacity of it just blew me away. And still does. Just like, who the fuck do you think you are? But also, I have another theory. Okay. I think Rue's done with All-Stars for a while. Okay, why is that? Um... Well, I think uh, I read a theory and it kind of felt like it had a little bit of sense to me. Okay, I'm ready for it. Because everybody's complaining that it's too much back to back right now. A bunch of the the Rue girls came out after this aired and was like, no, you guys, like you have to stop. Mm-hmm. And this, I think they knew that this was going to be super polarizing. But now if they do want to do a winter season, there's enough people in All-Stars Hall of Fame that they can pull a bunch of people from there and from the past seasons because we already know the queens, queens who are not going to do, are it. Not gonna do yeah. it. But if there's five queens in the Hall of Fame and then some of those past winners can come together, that would be a season that people will watch. And I just have a feeling we're not going to have All-Stars 5 for a while. Like it's, we're literally going to like skip at least a year. So my thought. Because it's also a lot of work for Rue. And I don't know that she's like willing to continue to do that at that pace, or there will be an All Stars and Rue's not a part of All Stars. Like I have, I just have this feeling this was her last All Stars season for her personally. And then I started to think like maybe it was all designed this way so she could have her two Wang Fu moment and be like, "You both win," because that's what happened in the movie, I guess. Because that screenshot keeps getting right. shown or yeah. whatever. Like, maybe it was like a cosmic moment for Rue to have it end this weird ass way. So then she's, you know what I mean? Because it's never happened before. It's an unprecedented way to end it. And then when it comes back, it'll be something different. Too- but maybe that's me being too optimistic. <laughs> also. Two things. I would assume, unless Rue wants to work all year round, Rue is doing the UK drag race. She's not doing that. She's not doing that? It's Michelle and two other people. Oh, I thought. They already announced. I thought Rue was doing that. Michelle's going to be on it. Okay. From what I saw, it's Michelle and these two other Brit- British folks that I I don't recognize. Okay. So. Um, 
if All Stars comes back, I'm going to say it's an if because we're back at All Stars 1 where it's like, do we want this again? Right. Because this was this was some shit. Like people were upset when All Stars 3 ended. Yeah. And it was like, you know, fucked up. This is different. This feels worse. If All Stars is to come back, it cannot be the queens eliminating each other. We have to find some other thing because I don't find that interesting. And I think and it's, I, I think it's run its course. Yes. Also, we have found as much as you want that shocking elimination where you send the strong queen home or the queen. Nobody's no happy when it happens. Crew's no. not happy. No. Production's not happy. The fans aren't happy. No. It's not as fierce as you think it is. It'd be one thing if this is how the show always was. If we watched a regular season of Drag Race and the queens are kicking off each other. It's not, I don't, I'm not signed up for Survivor. I wonder, And I could not stop thinking about you saying that yeah. and like your feelings from that moment on. And I was just like, you know, I put faith into the show that I didn't get paid back to me with this kind of ending because it plays more into what you were saying, which is like you're focusing too much on trying to make this shocking and whatever and not on like the quality of the show itself. Right. And, like, I always maintained, like, well, you need some excitement. You need to ch- change it up or whatever. Because I was giving the show my faith that it would end, you know what I mean, in a way that made sense. But instead, it's like the show fucking spit in my face so, and gave me this weird ending. So, follow-up like, question for you. Uh, say Trinity or Monet win by themselves. That's going to bring back the whole season. Be like, yeah, it's great. Perfect. If only, like, if only one of them won. It at least puts a cap on it, and then someone who's worked their dick off, literally, mm-hmm. to win gets an ending. You know what I mean? But I think that's the whole reason why they didn't do that. Because then it leaves it open to continue the way that it's going already. Like, I feel like this is just weird enough for it to not come back the same way. Well... It shouldn't have come back the same way after All Stars 3. Well, no. Because we learned. Obviously, we know that they don't learn that quickly. You know what I mean? They're on a curve. They are learning. Yeah. And I do think part of the reason why it won't come back as soon as we, as it did this last season. You're running out of people who are willing to do it. One. And Rue realized, two, she can't just phone it in. We expect more from her. And she tried to give it to us this season because all the internet did was come for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're holding her accountable now in a way that I don't think that she realized she had to well, like care also, about. Also, the queens are holding her accountable. Right. Miss Giagun has been dragging Did Rue you see to- the Monet clapback? Like the clapback between her and Monet? No. I've saved all of it, girl. Like it's just a, like these moments. It's just like, <laughs> yikes. Uh, mm. But yeah, like you can't, Rue can't just show up and everybody's like so excited that she's there. Like, no. Most of the audience now doesn't realize really who you are, except that you created this TV show. Right. So if you're fierce and that's what you're about, then show us, bitch, because these people don't know you now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's like clicked on some level, whether it's her or just the production team is like, Rue, you have to give a shit. Like you have to know these people's names. You have to have comments for each of them. You have to like show up in drag like you have to care. You know what I mean? And maybe that's also part of it, too. She's like, this is exhausting. Like, <laughs> it's exhausting for me to do this in All Stars and then also have to do season 11 and, like, meet new people. 
Yeah. Because if you are truly checked in and like invested in what's happening on your show, that is exhausting. So we would know because we're checked in all the time talking about it. Right. So I want to say this, and I have not started watching Drag Race Thailand too, but I will say I saw one of those drag queens lit on fire on their main stage. Like Hanny. <laughs> right. So like, and I'm not saying like any queen has like themselves on fire, but like that is what they're doing. And we're like, two people win. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like the contrast of what... It's happening on an international version of the show. First of all, that's the second version of the show. So it's me. Thailand. And season we'll one, see. I know you haven't like dipped your toe into this. Season one was like, I saw like fuck? one of the runways yeah. once. But maybe these other iterations of Drag Race coming up mm-hmm. in other places is going to cause Drag Race here to step its pussy up. That and or, one can only hope. That or it's going to go away. Well, and if it does, fine. Because drag's not going anywhere. Right. And my first and true love with all of this is dragging in, in and of itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, if it's better for it to go away and, like, let other people in and, like, bring it to the forefront, then I guess that's just going to have to be what it is. Or we just need... So, the thing is, the I... Here's what I think another issue is. So, people who watch Drag Race on Logo, we had seven eight seasons where we weren't at the forefront mm-hmm. right we were watching it on logo or however we could get our hands on it because it was hard it was really hard to get your hands on drag race mm-hmm. i mean i guess it kind of is now even though they took it off all streams service, but like you can find it on the internet it's not hard it's on daily motion it might be backwards but like you can like the it might be a mirror image instead of the right image but it's there and it might be sped up like 1.2 you because you know that's how they get all to that. get around yeah it, right so you can find it there's access to it also you have a friend who probably bought the season as i know from <laughs> just being in the community that we are in that if you don't have it someone can fill the gap that you don't have but with. it's because it's on like a channel so, a major channel well, here's that the it's thing. like able so, to be on those you know opportunities no to watch it. the thing what i'm saying is so we had seven eight nine happy seasons where we were like just on logo right we moved to VH1. So little Sally Sue, who's only started watching Drag Race as it aired on VH1, this is still brand new to them. Brand True. fucking new. And so maybe they haven't been exposed to eight seasons and are like, we need to do something different to freshen this up because to those people, this is crazy. Men and tucking their dicks and being women is crazy. And wearing dresses. Yeah, like that's crazy. And that's still new to them. Whereas the people who have been watching it for eight seasons already are like, okay, now we've done this. How can we make this better? And I don't think that everyone's asking that question yet. Right. I think we're going to get there, though. I think, but I think... I want to have faith. I just, like, can't help it. I want to have faith. I do, too. But I I highly suggest if you don't even watch Drag Race Talent, it's a commitment to read the subtitles. It is. Um, but it's out there. But also, if you just want to watch the lip syncs, they're even more exciting than what we're getting. Just like the two minute lip syncs. But also, the other reason that that's more exciting is, at least to me, it feels like you're watching a drag show as opposed to this barrier where like RuPaul and all the judges are like meters away from the stage. Right. There's a disconnect. 
On Drag Race Thailand, they're on stools. There's no barrier between them and the queens. Whenever they're lip syncing for their life, the 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 judges are mic'd. The mics are still hot. They're yassing. They're standing. They're waving their fans. And not only when it's a good lip sync, maybe it's a mediocre lip sync. They are still they are screaming for those queens because they want both of those queens to like give it their all. Right. Whereas on Drag Race, one's failing, and we go hmm. But if you go to a real drag show, you're going to be screaming your face off even if it's the worst thing you've seen because there's someone up there doing that. Right. And that's what the difference is. Because the excitement of going to a drag show, even if I'm not enjoying the drag queen as much as the last queen, I'm still screaming. I'm still having fun. Like, that's what you're there for. You're there to support them. Right. Whereas I think sometimes drag race is there to drag people down. And so is the fandom. And that is the motherfucking tea. And I don't, I think we should just end it right here. Okay. I'm like dead ass. That's like the most perfect way. All right. So if you don't follow us on social media already, we're on all of it. And it's all in the description box thing. What do we call that? The show notes. Show notes. That's what they're called. Anyway, so they're all there. We have a great Facebook group. Season 11. It's popping. It's popping. We're all over it, you guys. Season 11. Please we it. have an off week and we might take it. So <laughs> we took an off week. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we might take it. Uh, we might just produce Patreon content for this week. Sounds, I think is what good. should happen. Um Lockery and Caroline. Caroline. Sorry, I was gonna say Cassidy, but I Or know. Carolyn, but whatever. Caroline. Your Caroline, cards your cards Caroline. and pins and stickers, they're coming. They're, we're on, so they're sorry. forthcoming. Ugh, are bad. You know, we're only human. I have some things transitioning on my end, so my we're bad. It, it's been affecting the pot a little, I think, whether I have let it <laughs> actively or not, but it's fine. We're on it for season 11, coming in hot. Yes. If you haven't listened to the Sasha episode, for the fucking love of God. Please, please listen. Go she listen was to it. So amazing to have on the episode. My Such mom a listened and had so person. much fun. Josh has not listened to the pod in a while. I know. I'm like, fine. It's okay. He doesn't support your work and you really need to like change that. <laughs> I need to fire him. Um, but he listened to the Sasha episode and he loved Was it, it. because Sasha was talking about how hot Sexually he was? Attracted? Yeah. No. Though I told him that and he like didn't believe me. He was like, stop making fun of me. I was like, I'm not making fun of you. He like didn't believe me. He was like, quit making things up. I was like, I'm not making things up. I'm telling you what the situation was. Okay, you're really fucking cute. I was like, do you know why I told you to kiss me again? Because Sasha said so. True. That's true. And I was like, well, she that's told me to we do it. But it definitely was a thing so do you love how she was like coming on him? And I was like, it's fine. Yeah, the, if he's interested in you, that's the fine. The last 10 minutes is you saying, it's okay to hit on my boyfriend. It is okay. Because I bet that, like, if he was aware of it, like, I bet that would make him feel wonderful. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean they're going to fuck. But, like, yeah. what a wonderful exchange. Of course I want that for him. Yeah. My goodness. Okay. But so listen to the fucking episode. Yes. Sasha deserves your support and love. And Go find her on Instagram. Yes. She's please. so beautiful. It's all linked in all the things we have. You can find it. She's in our Facebook group too now. And you can find her. <gasps> She's in there. She's in. Yes. All right. So 
We love yep. you guys. We Thanks love you so for Thank hanging you for with us out this season with me. I, I know, know it's it was, been difficult. It's been touch and go. It is I, what it is. I, I promise to open my heart to season 11 and let it have its chance. <laughs> you And I yeah. believe you will. Yeah. I know you will. And I mean, just as Drag Race is evolving, the pod's always changing a little bit. We yeah. might be trying different things. You know, so if there's something that you really love, let us know. If there's something you really fucking hate, I'm open to hearing that. Yeah. I really am. Because ultimately, we're here to be in your ear holes. So however I need to make that happen and make y'all happiest, I'm happy to know that information. Okay? And we got a new review, and it was great. So if you would please write us a review on iTunes. It does make a difference. I know every pod says that. But, like, actually, it matters. So if you have a moment and don't mind reviewing, please do. It also, the last person who reviewed mentioned the episode with Sasha, and that was made me so happy. That made, like really just made my heart burst because I was like, "We're putting this out. She's a local queen. Like, who? Who's like, is care? anybody gonna? Care? Yeah, but but it's been great. It's, you yeah. know, again, I think it's important to walk the walk because that's like one thing Trixie says all the time. Right. You can't say that you love drag and your only exposure is drag race. You know what I mean? Yeah, doesn't make sense. What else was I going to say? I fucking forgot. I guess it doesn't matter. Either way, you guys. This has been another episode of It Bears Repeating. And it does. We'll see you for season 11. We will see you. Tell your friends. That's what I was going to say. Oh, tell your friends. This is the perfect fucking time because we're starting all new. We're all going to be getting to know them together. Getting to know you. So if you think your friend might like this podcast, tell tell them to listen to episode one of season 11. And if your friend's a drag queen... Tell us and we'll um, we'll have them on the pod. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yes, we would love to have. I would love to interview local queens that maybe aren't even our local queens. Absolutely. Because that would be so cool. I'm 100% down. Okay, now. Now we're really done. Bye. Love you, bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I have to tag. I thought All-Star Season 4 wasn't terrible. Oh, but I thought it definitely could have been better. For one, I thought Pheromone and Manila would go to the very end. Because from the first time I saw Pheromone, I just thought she was best queen. Her makeup was on point. Her fashion was amazing. And Manila as well. Her outfits were so great. But they both got eliminated. Kind of unfairly, I think. And then... Whenever they crown two queens at the end, I still don't know how to feel about that. Because it kind of ruins the integrity of the competition. Because they randomly get two queens crowned and all these other queens before them. Who are equally just as great. Just don't get a crown either. So I don't know how I feel about that. My feelings on the episode um, are quite simple. I... I, 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 I sat here every Friday. Well, I lay down, actually. I fell asleep a few times because I was tired because, you know, life. But I sat here throughout the entire episodes and I really was confused about what was happening. And I, I, I don't know. Like, I was very much upset when Valentina went home. And I may be the, I may be my majority. I'm not majority. I, may, I might be in the minority in that, I, you know. I completely understand that she deserved to go home, and honestly, I'm not that delusional bitch to assume, like, oh my gosh, she should have stayed, she should have won. No, the bitch fucked up, and it was what it was. So I was like, okay. Logically speaking, when I went in, I was very much team, I think I was team Manila and team Valentina, because, you know, I was hopeful. Obviously, with Manila's experience in the show, I was very much waiting for 
whatever happened and I was hoping for um you know she legitimately if Raja had messed up in any way and been eliminated I think she would have been the one in top three because I think a lot of things would have changed I have I have my own opinions about the top three of season three but point being that I think she exemplified what it meant to be an all-star along with some of the other contestants even I, I think the majority of them minus like a few here and there showed that it doesn't necessarily matter what a contestant is but uh, as long as you do post work after you get into the competition I do agree with Tom uh, during the Sasha Nolan interview when they said like you need to be the best of the best post show as well you know and that's why like that's why I was hoping that Latrice would make it in top three just because like push her career she's done so much along with a lot of the other girls so you know point being that last night's episode was kind of a shit show because I was so confused um I was confused from I knew it was gonna be the, the situation where <clears throat> I'm sorry it was gonna be a situation where um they were gonna have to remix the RuPaul song, which I was like, okay, that's fine. I, I don't expect anything like amazing out of it because honestly, um, Reggie wrote you kind of set the bar, and I don't think any of the other, con other um, sees the other season, well, All Stars three really kind of showed anything beyond like whatever. So just was what it was. But I, I expected a high energy dance number, <coughs> and what I got was some yeehaw bullshit. Um, that's kind of where you fucking lost me. I, I was very much like, um, I think I was, I was, um, reading the live tweets of, um, a Best Friends podcast who pretty much said that, like, they really had Naomi, not Naomi, they really had Monet and Monique's dancing asses performing to the Joanne world tour version of super queen like that was not the tea and i'm here's the thing i love i love gaga but there's just some things that i'm just still confused about but like the yeehaw album was cute but like i don't know if that's rupaul trying to be like oh i'm trying to take it back to basic stripped down version but at the end of the day that shit was whack as fuck i don't know who the fuck thought that was a good idea i don't understand what the situation was i don't really know i was confused um i did not i really don't like Todrick that much anyway so kind of seeing him like teach them choreo I was like okay well this is at least one time where I have to see him because it was like an awkward situation I think I saw him last week not last week ugh not last week last you know last year for Star see he was there like twice so it's kind of like ugh but I was kind of like okay it is what it is you're just gonna have to deal with it and whatever and concerning um what's his name and just I don't know I was kind of just like the episode didn't necessarily... Everything kind of felt like it was going at an, an, an okay pace for me. I I was very happy that the top four relatively deserved to be there. I, you know, Naomi to an extent, obviously. Uh, well, then again, I, I don't agree with her placing in the top three the first episode. But post that, it was kind of like her placement was accurate. Um, I th was very surprised at... I think Monique, this episode really kind of, for me, I, I understand that there's like an over, overproduced moment, there are overproduced moments with Monique, but I think this week was kind of just like, it felt more real, but overall, I was just so confused about what ended up happening. I was, I was very much upset. I, I didn't understand why we ended up the way we did. Um, I thought for me that if we were going to do a top two lip sync, 
performance. I knew that obviously it was going to be um, Monique versus I. Well, no, okay, I knew it was going to be Monet versus Trinity, or I thought it was going to be Trinity versus somebody, which is kind of upsetting because honestly, if we were just going to ban All Stars Rule, then honestly, just put Monique in the top three and just have all three of them lip syncing. Because at the end of the day, that's like it's it. it for me, it just ended up being, like, a popularity contest of how many wins you got. And what pretty much annoyed me was the fact that, like, I think it was... Who, who was it? I think it was Ross's statement about, like, her angelic white look. And we can have back and forth about it. It is what it is. But I thought it was one of the more inventive ones to kind of use um, the materials that she has to create what she needs. And that's why I enjoyed her looks. And that's why I've always appreciated Monique's aesthetic. It's just taking me on the unconventional objects and turning them into an outfit and honestly that's why I've enjoyed her ever since but what bothered me was always like Ross's judging and I think that's what kind of pervaded throughout everything it was like some of her looks are not the best and here and there and I'm like you know honestly she does have her faults but at the end of the day I think we all at some point we all do and for me it's like you know we could sit here and criticize her aesthetic but at the end of the day I think she's performed relatively well throughout the competition you know obviously comparatively to Naomi it was it just was what it was but like even to a certain extent yeah she had her low weeks obviously you know we all do but I don't know I just kind of felt like if we're just gonna do like if we're gonna just end up with a fucking tie we might as well just have at least the three of them who have relatively high rankings because at this point that's honestly how I felt it was just just honestly just just have all three of them lip sync and then let's just bullshit this way through because I I don't know and then uh, and then honestly I'm still stuck on the performance the I don't like the Yeehaw country version of Super Queen. That's just what's just that's just what it is. I, I I don't I don't know what crack they were smoking to actually do that, but they did, and I no. Um, I thought that the final four runway was the strongest out of the strong. I thought that the final four lip sync outfits were all relatively kind of weak. I I didn't really understand what anybody was wearing. I think in reality, for me at least, maybe. Moan, I think, you know, I always think that, like, in these outfits, it's, like, for, uh, you always have to come, for all-stars, just mesh your brands with the outfit. Like, you obviously have to do that on regular season of Drag Race, but I honestly think, like, for this show, you need to have a moment where, you know, you combine your brand with your aesthetic, and I think that's, in my opinion, and this is kind of fucked up, I think Naomi and Monique and to an extent, I will say Monet. Actually, yeah, to an extent, I'll say Monet. I mean, I felt that that's what they did with their final four outfits um, in terms of just the performance outfit. I thought Trinity wore the same thing that she wore during her top four, during her top four lip sync against Peppermint. But that again, that's just me. I'm not gonna. And then in terms of the performance, listen, I'm a Christina Aguilera fan through and through. She's an Ecuadorian queen. Um, well, I don't know if she's a queen, but I know she's Ecuadorian because her father's half, she's half Ecuadorian. So it is what it is. So I was very much excited and I love Fighter. That's one of my favorite songs off the Stripped album. So I was like, okay, I was ready. But what kind of ended up was kind of a crap show for me was that like it was I, I was receiving the same performance I was receiving from Mon uh, from Monet and from Trinity and I was kind of just like okay it's just gonna be what it is but what I, I think it kind of lost me not really lost me I thought that the camera kept panning to Trinity more so than Monique but I not Monique Monet I keep uh, the Mons the Mons friends the Mons keep messing me up but the Mons whatever so I kind of was just sitting there and I'm like 
okay and honestly you know trinity was working it but i think for me i've always enjoyed what monet has brought unless it's the valentina lip sync i'm not even trying to even be like mean or anything but it was just kind of like you know but in, in that moment in that i'm sorry i'm talking to i'm talking out of like everything but I, for me i felt that monet served the judges more and did a lot more combined her brand of comedy and just performed amazingly and I thought for me the double wig reveal from like another pussycat wig to another pussycat wig was something that it, it was the irony of everything was just amazing and honestly I really wish she had done a pussycat wig all fucking runway all fucking all stars because at this point it's her brand I enjoy her in a pussycat wig and she don't it's, it's, and she can actually carry it some queens can't and she can so I, I really was just excited for the fact that she did that the double crowning was a fucking shit show um if we were gonna do that shit regardless we should have just done it at some other point in juncture or just give it to fucking Monet cause honestly what pisses me off is that like I know that trinity deserved it but what pissed me off is that i felt that in my opinion and you and obviously everybody can have the dissenting one whatever i don't really care i felt that monet really was an upscale was somebody who committed a hundred percent even when she fucked up and the same could be said for trinity but i i honestly think that there was more in my opinion success for monet in terms of performance versus Trinity. And I honestly wish that it had just gone to Monet and I would have just been fine with it. Um, and the fact that they decided to be, you know what I realized is that I honestly, like the show has been obviously influenced by Top Model and whatever, but like the amount of influence of that voiceover for both composite shots, cause I really wish they had at least been professional enough to be like, oh, we might do a tie. So like, here you go. Cause they did a fucking last year with Trixie and Kennedy. So I'm just confused why they didn't do Monet and Trinity. So it just is what it is. I'm annoyed and I'm pissed off and it just was what it was. And honestly, if Manila had been there, we know that shit wouldn't fucking happen. So that's bullshit to me. And I don't know. I just, they, them getting $200,000, like I was so happy for them because, but like the budget for next season probably explains why the promo shoot looks like that. So that's just me. Um, and yeah, I really was confused why they won. Um, and you know what? Because also, you know, honestly, because All Stars 4 is a shit show. I, I tweeted this and shout out to Gia for actually responding. I was like, you know, for me, you know, I'm going to just name my All-Star 4 winners since we're just going to do like two. I'm just going to do three because I'm extra. So, you know, shout out to Gia Gunn. Shout out to Manila Luzon and shout out to Valentina. You know, the, the true winners of All-Stars 4 because honestly, you know, we love entertaining television and then bitches gave it to me. So I just, you know, they, they are the winners in my eyes and it just was what it was. You know, shout out to Monet and shout out to Trinity, but you know, it is what it is. Hey guys, it's Lori. I would just like to take a moment to point out how smart Monet Exchange is. That wig reveal, I did not see it coming. I saw Trinity's skirt. I knew, girl, that's coming off at some point. No surprise there. But what struck me the most about Monet was her intelligence and precision with her timing. You know, these queens get ready together backstage. Each knew what the other had up their sleeve. The only thing they didn't know is when it was going to happen during the performance on the main stage. So we knew that like Monet was keeping a weathered eye out for Trinity when she was going to rip off that little skirt. And when she did, Monet, because she's so smart, she's so intelligent and just so right. 
she ripped that kitty girl kitty cat wig right off her head didn't give trinity a moment she stole the moment from her she got the last laugh the last goop the last gag it was great and also what i took away from that reveal is she was showing us the reveals don't matter look i just took off the same hair i already have on it just showed it's more about the heart more about the performance more what you put into it more than just a costume or a sight gag it was great she's so smart she's my queen i'm so happy she won i don't care that she has to share it with trinity i don't care about the riggery or the moristry of production it was great so thanks for listening and thank you for tom and tiffany for putting out this amazing amazing content thanks Thank you.